It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Speak your mind at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, what do you say we do this? From TPC River Highlands, it's a beautiful early morning up here in Cromwell, Connecticut. I can't see him, but I'm sure he's as handsome as always. His name is D. Eddie Scazzeri, and to my left is one of the most handsome men in the state of Connecticut today. His name is Al Jack Dukes. What's up? Uh, good morning, Jerry. I'm very flustered this morning. <laughs> I'm I aware. was very thrown <laughs> off. I uh, put in my GPS this place, and I ended up, uh, I guess I came in some weird entrance. You probably, It probably took you to the clubhouse. Well, uh, whatever entrance I came in the first place. In the order wrong to, one. In order to get to the right one, I, had a, I went four-wheeling on some <laughs> hay roads, which we've been here a number of times yeah. to the TPC. And we always park in the, dirt, in the grass. Yeah, this was a different lot this well, time. Why don't they pave these... Why are we parking in hay and I don't know the grass and hills? Well, they only do this once a year. All right. And so my guess would be I don't know how long they have it contracted for. Okay. Maybe for forever. I don't know. I can't answer your question. I don't know. Oh, so you're saying because this is a big event, there's an influx of cars, there's an influx of trucks that they don't normally have. Thus, they need places to put people. I would And think, we throw them on the lawn. I would think so. Yes. And then you never know. You want to expand the course if you want to do different yeah. things. If you pave it. That's gone. You ever have a neighbor who parks on their front lawn? Not usually, yeah. but this past weekend, Sunday night, I saw my neighbor had their son. They're older. Yeah, their older son, folks. Their son parked on their front lawn. Yeah. Which was weird. I always, Yeah, it's always weird when I see people parking on their front lawn. Very strange. It's a very strange thing. Something you'd see in the Dukes of Hazard. Absolutely, Jerry. Yeah. One other quick note about Connecticut drivers. Yeah. Uh, on the drive here, I don't know if you found this, Jerry, but in New York and New Jersey, when... When there's construction on the road and they're going to close a lane on, like, a highway. Yeah. And they'll, they'll, they'll give you plenty of heads up. They're like, uh, right lane closed ahead, right lane closed ahead, da, da, da. The Connecticut drivers get right over to the left lane when there are still miles of right lane to as go. As opposed to New York where they're grinding the cones as the cones yeah, are Yeah, last, last second. <laughs> and it was multiple locations this happened. People are I very, they're very nice. They're <laughs> actually considerate. And then they were leaving... <laughs> openings for me to slide my car in because I, I was like i'm last minute guy i'm gonna just keep going on this right lane yeah until i see a cone yeah no it's a little different it's actually very nice yeah it was very pleasant here very pleasant i agree mm. you and i went to the home depot uh, i'm sorry lowe's, lowe's last how night. about it was us terrific jerry road trip to lowe's we took a road trip to lowe's that's yeah. right jerry later on scotty scheffler will join us yeah at 9 a.m i uh, google imaged him so i know what he looks like when he shows up there you go is he the number one golfer in the world is Scheffler right now? I yeah. think he is, yeah. Mm. And if he's not, he's like top three. Do this top number one golfer stay that way for a long time? Or no. is it constant? Like Tiger, every week somebody's different? Tiger Woods stayed number one for years. Yeah. 
And then if I actually Googled the amount of weeks guys are number one, it's not like you would think that they're there for six, seven, eight months. I think it changes with the world golf rankings. Yeah, because we always see that too. Like every every time there's like a major tournament, some rando dude wins. And we're like, who's this guy? Now he's number one golfer in the country. Right. So right right, right now, yeah. you've got Scheffler one. Nice. Uh, Rory McIlroy is three, I believe. Hold on, I'm pulling this up. Yeah, so Scheffler won, Rom two, McIlroy three. How about that dude that just won the other day? What did he, uh, where is he at? Wyndham Clark. Yeah, Wyndham Clark should be number one. He's 13. Oh. That's pretty good, though. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Even Z- uh, Xander Shoffley, who everybody likes. Yeah. He is, uh, he's top 10. He's six. So when Tiger Woods was the golf dude, and he was number one for a long time, that yeah. was like uh, when Hulk Hogan was WWE champion. Like, he was had the belt for a long time. Yeah. But nowadays. Tiger Woods was number one for 281 consecutive weeks. Wow. And during his career, 683 weeks. Damn. That's a lo- I'm telling you, it's it's not it doesn't do that's that not normal. No, right. no. Right. So Tiger Woods was like Hulk Hogan. And now like the the, the WWE title changes hands like every week. There's a different dude, just yeah. how it is in golf. Yeah, pretty much. So right now we could say we have the number one golfer coming on around nine o'clock. You do have the number one golfer. So Scotty real quick th- just just to put this All right. some give this some context. So Tiger Woods spent six hundred and eighty three weeks as the number one golfer in the country. You know, don't choke on us. Greg Norman back in the day. Now, this is really before Tiger burst on the scene. Greg Norman was the best golfer in the world for 331 weeks. Wow. Yeah, pretty wild. So I'm going to give you another comparison, Jerry. Tiger Woods is like Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. That album was on the charts for like 17 years straight. Perfect. That's exa- yeah, yeah, exactly right. After that, listen to this drop. They're, they're cutting the grass. It's a leaf blower, Jerry. It's a, a leaf, leaf blower, blower out yeah. there. Got to make sure that the putting green is perfect. Oh, yeah. They're also rolling the green to make sure it, the, the ball moves perfectly. So just to put it in this context, so yeah. Tiger 683, Greg Norman 331. After that, listen to this drop-off. Dustin Johnson. Oh, I know him. 135 weeks, longer than I thought. Rory McIlroy has been number one for 122. No one else has been number one for more than 97 weeks. Damn. We need another. Do you think it's better when golf has a dominant dude? Yes, because you need a villain. You do. Scotty Scheffler, forty weeks right now. Um, so I've I talked to uh, Geo about this, and even Boomer too, and even Sal. The PGA Tour has probably the deepest field of great golfers it's ever seen. Every year it gets better because people are playing more and more and more, and the game is great. So no no argument. In terms of it being an event. There's no Tiger Woods and there's no Phil Mickelson. Rory's probably the closest to it, but even him. And there's no drama. I, I like to reference you wanting to watch the back backside of the master, the back nine of the Masters that Sunday. You couldn't give two craps about watching golf or sports for that matter. And yet you were like you couldn't wait to get home to see what Tiger did on the back nine. That yeah. was appointment television. Absolutely. It's the one as great as the game is right now, that's the one thing it's lacking. Do you think we'll have villains with the live golfers? You might. Can we make them villains? I mean, you had make the bad guys. I mean, Brooks Kepka for some kind of became that. Bryson DeChambeau for a while became that with Kepka. I mean, you've got a chance for it, but I don't know. I mean, you need someone to emerge to be dominant. Maybe Scotty Scheffler is the guy who stays number one for, let's see, he would need to be number one for another 443, <laughs> I'm sorry, 643 weeks to become what Tiger. So no couple, one will ever do that. He again. would need a couple year run. Oh my God, a couple. Well, there's only 52 weeks in a year. Right. So if you're saying 400, Jerry, I'll do the math. 600. On that. 600. 
that he's going to need to do it for uh, 12 years. Yeah, keep going. No. 600. Well, it's impossible. Tiger did it. All right, Jerry. Not easy. Not but, easy. But that's how impressive what Tiger did, and we forget how impressive what Greg Norman did. Yeah. Jerry, let's do the Yankees next segment. Yeah, sure. Whatever you so want. I have a little more. So we have a little more space to breathe. Yeah. The Mets uh, did lose last they night. They did, yeah. To the Astros, 4-2. Would you say, let me ask you this. So they lose 4-2. This uh, Fromber Valdez, Jerry, yeah. he shut it down. Very good pitcher. Very good pitcher. Eight innings he went, uh, four hits. Now, would you say that Justin Verlander pitched well he pitched or well. not well? No, he pitched well. He wasn't dominant to the point where he had that one bad inning. Right. But he gave you seven innings for the most part. Now, we were up here. I did not have SNY or Yes in the hotel, unfortunately, so I had nothing to watch other than the highlights yeah. and to read the game stories. From what I gather, it seems like he pitched really well except for one inning. Now, you can't have the one inning. I get that. But how about this? Maybe the Mets score more than two runs. That would be helpful. But this is what we talked about yesterday. They score 11 the day before, and now they give you nothing the next day. Right. Poor Justin Verlander. His return to Houston. A dud. He had a rough third inning. He had a rough third inning. Three runs in the third inning. Like you said, when the Mets don't score until – they didn't score until late, right? Uh, Yeah, they didn't even have a hit until the sixth inning, I don't think. Right. That dude was shutting them down, Jerry. He's a good pitcher. But that's what the ace does. So that's what, like, Scherzer did the night before – that's what you were kind of hoping Verlander would follow that up with maybe six or seven innings with one run ball. But no, he gave up the two run homer and then the Altuve and whatever. I think he was excited that he got his ring the night before, Jerry. He was giving the Astros another game. He's like, eh, maybe he was. Thanks for the ring. Thanks for the ring. Here's well, a, he was a big part of that ring. Here's the third. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for the ring. Here's the third inning for you. <laughs> here's three runs. <laughs> you got to shut us down. We gave you a couple. Yeah, here's a three run third. <laughs> yeah. So then who do we got today, Jerry? We got Tyler McGill. Yeah, awesome. Against this Christian Javier. We like him. Is he any good? Uh, I would have to check his numbers. So I don't know what he is Off the top of your done. head. He's, I know who he is. He's not terrific. I don't know. He's not like the, the Mariners pitcher last night, very good. But I don't know, to be okay. quite honest with you. I don't know what his numbers are this year. That, by the way, is a two ten game today. It, yes. A it little just, afternoon spot. It stinks, though, that you've got a what they call a rubber game with Tyler McGill when right. you had Scherzer and Verlander going prior to. Right. Now I'm going to come back to your theory. Maybe you hold your, you hold Verlander the one day so he doesn't have to face Fromber Valdez. Yes. <laughs> You're right. We should have thrown Tyler McGill out there last night. Try to win with McGill. Yes. If you can't out-hit Valdez, you right. come back with Verlander. Right. Then we would have had today, Jerry, the rubber game. Verlander oh. versus someone named Christian Javier. Yeah. Damn. Again, I think Javier is pretty good, but he's not Fromber Valdez. He's either. not Fromber Valdez. <laughs> Why doesn't anyone try to go get that guy? He's From Bervaldez. He's under contract. <laughs> you can't just go get him. I always feel him. like that doesn't matter anymore in sports. Oh, you can make a call. You can always call and try and acquire somebody. But here's the thing. Yeah. This is one little thing you're leaving out. The Astros are trying to win, too. Oh. <laughs> and are they? They're pretty good. They are good. Pretty good. And, like, the Angels. So, I saw at some point, I'm sure we'll get to it. But you saw the Angel yeah. GM said, hey, we're winning. We ain't trading Shohei Otani. Yeah. You know, everybody just thinks that he's going to be on the trade market. But they're even losing last night to the dot. And how about this? So we talk about Verlander and Scherzer. We do. Clayton Kershaw, everybody thought was done. And so the Dodgers bring him back this year on a very team-friendly deal. He's not making the $40 million a year, nothing like that. I, I don't even think – I'd have to check. I think he's making like 10 which for a starting pitcher is not much money. i got to check that. Maybe it's even more. Who knows? But it ain't $40 million. The dude's got nine wins. He shut down the Angels last night. 
and he's been, I don't want to say dominant, but God darn, he's been good. And so, yeah, the Angels lost last night, but Kershaw was good. Yeah, and their GM, uh, Perry. I, no, I don't know. Me neither. Malaysian? Manasian. Manasian. Perry Manasian said they're unlikely to trade Otani if they remain in playoff contention. And right now they are not only in playoff contention, they have a playoff spot right now. Like, think, they're beyond in contention. Do you think it's weird there for for them with, um, like, is it weird for Otani? Is it weird for his teammates? Like, is it weird for the fans? Like, all they're talking about is trading this Yes, dude. I think it is weird because you've Sucks heard that. if you're a kid out there. Yes, it is. What if you're a small boy, Jerry, and you love baseball and you love Shohei Otani? Well, that's why you like the trout sign. Then the what deal. happens? No, nothing. That's what happens. That's oh, the you, business that's, of baseball. If you were a little kid in uh, the, and you were an Angels fan. Yeah. And your mom and dad is going to get you a jersey for Mike your birthday. Trout. You go Mike Trout. It's Trout or Otani. Right. But if you get the Otani one, he's goner. Then what? You have a you have an Otani jersey. <laughs> I mean, you call no, that a throwback. It's no different, though, than when you have a Met jersey and the guy gets traded or I leaves. Know. I mean, what are you going to do? That's why if I was a kid, I would. I know kids don't really care about contracts. But if I'm a little kid, I'd be like, what's the contract? You, you know what? You're right. So you know when you buy the jersey? Yeah. When the guy signs the long-term Yes. Deal. Then you at least think that you have several years Correct. ahead of you with him. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it stinks. It does. Yeah. It really does stink. I agree. <laughs> like Boomer said, like Giancarlo Stanton, you go get yourself a nice – he's going to be there forever. Uh, he's not going anywhere. They should put that – how about this? At Dick's Sporting Goods. Yeah. The rack of jerseys. On the jersey in the front, it tells you the how contract. Long, yeah. <laughs> how long they're going to be on the team. I do like, though, when a guy gets traded or leaves from free agency – if you go to back in the day, models are now Dick Sporting Goods. Yeah, you could go into that store and get the jersey for eight dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a oh, beautiful this, jersey. This jersey that was uh, two hundred dollars <laughs> is now eight dollars. <laughs> yes, if not you, that extreme, yeah. but it's it's pretty deep discounted. I like when people make their own jerseys at the game and they put like their the, names on them. No, they put the tape on the back and just put a different player. Oh, you could do name. that. Yeah, sure, you could definitely do that. Make that move yeah, after the player leaves. Like I remember with Michael Irvin, you could. They've given out 88. Yeah. So you can keep going. I guess that's one good thing with the Yankee jerseys. They don't put their names on the back. You just save it that for is ho- true. whoever gets it next. Have you ever seen anybody walk in with a three on the back of their Yankee jersey? Yes. Have you really? At, a st- oh, at the stadium? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That people love a good throwback, Babe Ruth. Yeah, I don't know that I have. <laughs> that's interesting. Let me ask you this. One more jersey question. Yeah. Give me an iconic guy on the Cowboys. Um, well, you could do who, Tony Dorsett, Tony Roger Dorsett, Starback. You could go Drew Pearson. Let's go Tony Randy Dorsett. White. Uh, Ed let's go Two Tall Jones. Troy Aikman. Boomer mentioned. Yeah, I was going. You said I was going a little deeper. Let's than say that. this: the Cowboys they don't retire their jerseys and this. Sort they of don't, thing, right? So, Although okay. no one's worn eight. Since okay, Aikman. but let's say Jerry, you're a stud quarterback coming yeah. out of uh, University of Miami, and you get drafted by the Dallas Cowboys. You want number eight? I'll give you a better one. How about a UCLA quarterback? Draft out of the Dallas eight. Cowboys. Number eight. Yeah, I don't know that they're giving them number eight. I really don't. Yeah. And it's not retired. Eight. It's not retired. Give it to they me. Ju- now, they've given out 33. They've given out 34. They've given out 88. I mean, all these numbers. 11. The great yeah, Danny White. Absolutely. Cole Beasley, a wide receiver yeah. war number ah. 11. Right? And now one of the defensive dudes has it. Yes. So, it's eight is the one number I haven't seen. And 12. But I guess 12 is, uh, is you get in the ring of honor. Yeah, I guess no. I guess no one has worn 12 yeah. either. That's interesting. But what all if, the other numbers have been used. What if we do this, Jerry? You and I join the Cowboys as walk-ons. I'll take 12. <laughs> I'll wear 12. You wear 8. You realize how we're puny as it is. Do you know what we would look like on a football field? 
<laughs> Who hired these dweebs? In the half shirts like they, they wear <laughs> at practice. You'd look fine. I wouldn't. <laughs> they mush. Would not go so good. All right, quick break. We are just getting started from Cromwell, Connecticut. Uh, when we come back, we will get to the Yankees. They had a good win last night over the Mariners and a whole lot more than Boomer and Geo at six right here on the fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, well, we are back here in Connecticut. It's the warm-up show. Alan Jerry, hey. hey. Most days, don't say. Uh, so we are here. The sun is coming up. It is a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday morning. We're going to have the golfers here. Scotty Scheffler coming on at 9 a.m., which I'm looking forward to. Al has done his facial recognition for Scheffler, so we should be good when he comes by, and away we go. Yeah, I will. I uh, looked at uh, some Google images, Jerry, so I'm well aware of Mr. Scotty Scheffler. Plus nice. He'll probably be dressed like a golfer. I would think he probably will. Here's the problem with that, though. Yeah. All kidding is side most people that come here today yeah will be dressed like golfers even the spectators okay so it's like at a football game you wear a jersey of your favorite yeah. team when you go to a golf uh, event you dress like your favorite golfer. only difference with the football game no pads for the fans no pads right, right. these now, guys will look like golfers <laughs> let me ask you this jerry when tiger woods was uh, killing it and yeah. uh, was dominating golf do you think people showed up to his events dressed in his yeah. outfit. I think there were certain people that would wear red <laughs> like on the red Sunday. Shirt, yes. The black pants, yeah. the black Tiger Woods hat. Yes, I do. I, do I definitely think so. I think I would have done that if I was a little kid. Probably. I was feeling Tiger Woods. And here's the beauty of buying that outfit. Yeah. No contracts. Yep. He's not leaving. He was always going to be Tiger Woods. And it's a beautiful mix and match, Jerry. You could, you could pair that red shirt with jeans. Khakis. Khakis. Absolutely. Yes, you could. You could wear that hat wherever you want. I'll give you another thing that's going to work in your All favor right. today. I would think he will be carted up here. Oh, Like, he's not just going to walk up. Hey, I'm Scotty Scheffler. Right. Or have a bag on his shoulder. Like, he's going to be carted up here by security. Let me ask you this. Because we talked about this the other day. Is Scotty Scheffler an aura guy? We'll find out. Does he carry an aura around He's a him? great golfer. That's what we know. All right. Well, I'm going to be looking for an aura, Jerry. All right. Well, we'll find and out if I there's need aura. An aura. I need a guy with an aura. We'll see if there's aura. Now, if he's standing behind the camera just waiting to go on and no one realizes yeah. it's him, no aura. No aura, right. right. But if, like, he pulls up and everyone, oh. People are following him. If people are following him. Other people know to get out of the way. Like, they don't even know why they're getting out of the way. They're getting out of the way. Right. Aura guy. Aura. I agree. Another aura guy, Jerry, is Garrett Cole. He pitches for the New York Yankees. Yeah. He's an aura guy, would you say? Like, if he showed up here, aura. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, we're not sure. I'm not, I don't know. It takes a lot to have that. It does. So, uh, he pitched a nice game for the Yankees. Great yesterday. game. He got into the eighth inning. Yeah. Only gave up the one run. The Yankees beat the uh, Mariners. Mr. Billy McKinney had a, a 
a two run blast. I believe. Yeah, we have Jerry? a uh, we have a new Sterling call, which we will oh. which we will play for you at six thirty. Is this McKinney's first home run, or is this his well, first? Well, it's the first time I think we're hearing it from Sterling. Yeah, because I think remember You've, the the first one. I think he just he's played them straight. Yeah, he's played them straight. Oh, I'm looking the, forward to maybe that, he's then, done this before. This is yeah. the first time I've heard this. First, you're hearing of it. Yes. Okay. I remember we were trying as a show trying to figure it out last week. Yes, we were. Well, we got our answer. Okay. Up soon. Perfect. Uh, now, there was one incident in the game last night between Garrett Cole and Jose Caballer. Did I nail that? Not really. <laughs> what? <laughs> but whatever. Continue. So I guess uh, he was uh, very fidgety in the batter's box. And he Garrett... was making sure yeah. that he was waiting until that eight seconds before he would get set. So he's being a little douchey. Well, well within the rules. Within the rules, Absolutely. but a little bit douchey as far as like, getting in the box. Maybe I trying know... to throw Cole off his game. Right, trying to throw Cole off his game. He did like a little bat flip situation on a foul ball. So he was just being, he was trying to get under Cole's skin, Jerry, as you said, trying to, what did you, how did you put it? Uh, rattle him a little bit, get him, him off his game. Yeah. yeah. And I guess it did rattle him a little bit. Mm, I don't know about that. He struck him out. <laughs> he did strike him out. Now, let me ask you this. He did throw a pitch very high yeah. and over this fella's head. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't even close to hitting no, him. No, but it head. was basically an annoyance pitch. I love it. So you think Garrett Cole won that, or did the hitter win it because he got him to throw a waste pitch well over it his head for no reason? It was 0-2. And he knew he was getting him And anyway. then what happened? Struck him out. Garrett Cole wins. <laughs> then when he was walking off the field, Jerry, people will see this morning and highlight packages and such, uh, he it looked like he was waving his finger like the Dikembe Mutombo Because situation. Scott Service was waving his finger at him. And Scott Service is, Jerry, for the audience. <laughs> I'm well aware, but you let the people know. The Mariners' center fielder. Oh, I can't get him on no, that. No, he's, he's, the manager. yes. he's the Mariners' manager. <laughs> I was looking for a and sinker <laughs> on that one. So he was the one waving his finger at Garrett Cole. That's what Cole said, yeah. Because a lot of the headlines early on, Jerry, said that Garrett Cole was waving his finger at Jose Caballer. Right, but it was actually at Service who started doing it first. Yes. Right. And Garrett Cole won that one. You're right, Jerry. He wins. He wins. That's how confident he was, too. On an 0-2, yeah. you know, you could throw a waste pitch in the dirt hope someone chases it. This was a waste pitch that there was no chance this dude no. was swinging at. It was a purpose pitch. It was just like, I'm going to waste the pitch, throw it over your head, you douche, and you're, then strike you out. You're annoying me. Right, and then he gave him the stare down. Yep. Right? I think it's great. Yeah. that's what I love. This is what we need more of in baseball. You know what Garrett Cole is? What? Consistent. Right, you've said that. He is so – and not only that, how about this stat that I read? Yeah. So following a loss, when Garrett Cole starts, the Yankees are now 7-0. That's what you call a stopper and not allowing anything to spiral out of control. Right. A two-game losing streak, here comes Cole, dead. Seven-game losing streak, here comes Cole, dead. You lose four in a row like they had, here comes Cole, dead. And that's the difference, Jerry, between him and Scherzer Verlander. Uh, Yeah, that's a big difference. One of the differences is actually several. One, he pitches every five days. Okay, that's one. (laughs) That's a big one. Two, (laughs) He wins a lot. Yeah, he's consistent. Three, wins a lot. Yeah. It's so funny that he has not been the sexiest of signings and yet he has been unbelievably reliable, effective, and he wins. Well, that's the, that's the thing. He's not even really a topic a lot of times because no. he does what he's supposed to do. He just goes out there and does his job, and he does it really well. He doesn't want credit for things he's supposed to do, Jerry. I, you know what? You know You're what right. I'm saying? You're 100% right about that. Now, uh, Aaron Boone also commented on the Aaron Judge toe situation. Yes. I, 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 so it's funny. I downloaded a lot of audio for yeah. today, but I did not download Boone because I know I'm not allowed to play him. 
Uh, but he did say like things are coming along good with the, uh, that second shot that he had. He said uh, Aaron Judge said it was, quote, a breakthrough. Yeah, great. So what does that mean? It means that he's feeling better. That's like, what it, That tells me that he's feeling better. Maybe this is working. Maybe I'll be on the field soon. Maybe so, go play at Somerset. So you think he got an injection in his toe, Us and then he saying. went, ooh, you know what? This feels better than it's felt. Now, you really think Aaron <laughs> Judge had a sound that came out of his mouth <laughs> like the one that just came out of your mouth? You think Aaron Judge was sitting there in his in his yeah. beautiful 5,000-square-foot apartment in yes. Manhattan, and he went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, when people get excited, even the biggest of men, the manliest of men, will let out an ooh. Mm, I don't think so. You think Boomer has let out an ooh. <laughs> I bet. No, I don't. When he's been injured. Nope. Nope. He had turf toe or plantar fasciitis. You know what I think he did? God darn, this feels good. Let's go play. <laughs> he didn't go, ooh. 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 <laughs> this feels terrific. What is wrong with you? We still didn't get any timetable, though. No, we don't have a timetable. As table. terrific as he felt with his toe injection. Yes. Not yet. We don't know yet. Aaron Boone did say hopefully this is the start of him making Jerry Real progress. You know, you guys are idiots. Why? What? Talking about ew. No, he's talking about the hell's wrong with you. Oh, I'm just saying. Billy. <laughs> <laughs> when that injection goes into the toe and it's different, it's the best you felt since before slamming it. You think he goes ooh? No, I don't. <laughs> no, he, he does. doesn't. He might have. No way. Like oh, how about this? Ooh. Yes, that feels good. That's a little bit better than the first yeah. stupid noise you made. I still think it's more like, oh, darn it, I feel great. Let's go. That's what I think. Yeah, I've been listening to this up close and personal for 30 minutes right now. Yeah, how about that? You guys are lunatics. Maybe. Maybe. Yes. maybe. Well, you should have heard him this morning at 4.50 when he couldn't figure out how to get I was calling here. Jerry every two seconds, <laughs> yeah. which is so annoying because I know I've been in that spot when, like, one of the hosts is lost and they keep calling me. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how I got here. I just kept calling Jerry. Jerry. Where am I? Jerry, I'm on a dirt road. <laughs> and I know Jerry's trying to prepare his updates and get his sound, but I, I was so annoyed. I was like, I'm gonna I have to annoy Jerry now too. Quote, <laughs> is there anyone here in this goddamn place that can help me? <laughs> Boy, I was going through that last night, so don't worry about it, Al. I was right there with you. Right, I'll let Where? You Get to the hotel? Oh, what a pain in the ass. Oh, well, <laughs> all right. Okay, By the way, Boomer, you. I saw the hotel that we previously stayed at here a number of years ago. Yes. It's now abandoned. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Weeds everywhere. Weeds coming out of the windows. And abandoned. <laughs> Why doesn't Eric Adams send some people up there? I don't oh, know. Okay. Although the hotel Ooh. that we are in Ooh. is fantastic. I will say that. Jerry, you know it was awesome, too? I don't know if you saw Brian Cashman talk before the game. Yeah. So I just love the, f- the, the phrase he was using. They were talking about the Yankees' struggles with uh, no Aaron Judge in yeah. the lineup. And he kept using the phrase, we have professional hitters. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they are pros. You're paying them, right? We've got other professional hitters here, Jerry, that's just got to step it up a little bit. What else is he supposed to say? I don't know. I mean, he's the architect of this. His biggest offseason signing is out. The team doesn't score when he's out. And right. you've you got to sit there and make sense of it. Right. Hard to do. And, and, which we've talked about many times, you look at the lineup they're throwing out there, it's okay. It ain't great. Well, even last night, it's like – as we drew it up in spring training, Jerry, Billy McKinney with the <laughs> right. with the home run for the win. Exactly. But at least, Who would have ever thought that? At least Mr. Consistency's out there, though, Jerry. He Mr. Gary and Cole. Good to see Rizzo early in the game. Yes. Give them he had a home the, run, too, yes? Or no, no off the off the Correct. Yeah. Correct. Do you drove think that, in the first run. Do you think that dude should have caught the ball out there? Um, you can make the case. But would have been a good Would have been, been a great, great catch. catch, which is why it was ruled a double yeah. and not an error. Not an error, yeah. So, but, you know. 
great player maybe makes that play. And you know how we love to follow former players who were really terrible here that then go on and uh, do well. Aaron Hicks, I don't know if you saw oh, this. Oh, I have Jerry. the highlight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's Aaron see. Hicks had a home run. Steve, is this fader up? I want to play the highlight real quick. So this was last night. I think it was the first inning. Against the Rays. Yeah. Orioles Rays. Well hit. Deep down the right field line. Way back. It is gone. Aaron Hicks dials it out. A three-run shot, and the <laughs> Orioles have put up four in the first. So he, he was two for four last yeah. night. Yeah. And uh, they beat the Rays 8-6. Yes, four RBIs for that fellow. And they're like 14 or 15 games over 500. The, like the Orioles are good. Who used to be the laughing stock, Jerry. Not anymore. Not. Um, <laughs> wow. So uh, I think we're going to take a break right now. What's Boomer doing? He's um, <laughs> Oh, he poured coffee on his crotch, and yeah. he's using a tied stick to and get it out. He's dabbing it. Dabbing his schweiner area. <laughs> now, who's the idiot, sir? <laughs> hey, I'm the one that's got to play golf, and I don't need like a big you know, coffee spot around my groin area. <laughs> well, you could for $195. You idiots are going to get out of here right, right. After, right after this. Oh, we're going to be woo. Well, I was not asked to play golf. Uh, well, I, don't ask me. I don't know how that I got. I, listen, I love playing golf here. <laughs> Here's what it's called. Yes. <laughs> You're an MVP quarterback. <laughs> they want you here. Yep. Oh, that's true. That's, that's how true. that goes. Thanks. All right, quick break. When Who's we come using back. tied stick on his groin? <laughs> Joe, you want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> when we come back. I can't see. Hopefully, uh, Boomer's groin has cleared up, and then we have more to do, and then he will be here at 6 with G on the fan. Oh, one of Geo's favorite bands on a Wednesday morning. Nice to have you with us. The sun is rising. Golfer. We got people that look like golfers already here now, so I hope you don't get confused. I am getting a little confused. There's a lot of people wearing golf pants, golf I shirts, you, golf man. hats. You're at a golf event. This is what we do. Oh my God. Are you? I'm just going to say to everybody, who are you? <laughs> are you a professional golfer? Are you Patrick golfer? Cantley? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know who that is, Jerry. <laughs> I, they could surprised. say yes. They'd be like, "Nice to meet you. What do you do here? <laughs> what do you do? What do you do?" Jerry, weird story out of, uh, I think this was down in Miami. Drew Rosenhaus, the agent who's worth yeah. like a billion dollars. Like <laughs> that guy must be worth a billion dollars. I would think so. If Scott Boris is worth a couple billion dollars, yeah. I'm sure Rosenhaus has to. I don't know about a billion, but worth a lot. So he was uh, out on the water, Jerry, with Tyree Kill. And there were two strange things. Who is under investigation right now for an assault charge, which seems silly, but whatever. Yes. So the first story that came out was that Drew Rosenhaus, they saw a shark in the water, and he jumped in and grabbed it by its tail. Now, I, okay. I saw your headline. Yeah. What is the story to that? You don't just jump on a shark. Well, they said they couldn't believe that he jumped in the water. He wanted to grab the shark's tail. And I thought, well, this must be one of these baby sharks. Baby shark. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) It was like a real shark. Really? Yeah. With teeth. Yeah. And he got behind it and grabbed its its, uh, back tail. And then what happened? I wow, I sound like you. Oh, my and God. Then what, and how did that end? He was eaten by the shark, Jerry. <laughs> he was and not that's eaten the story. by the shark. So then what happened? Well, that, well, first of all, very weird for a man who's worth that much money to take a risk. Why would you do that? Um, there are people missing in the bottom of the sea floor right now that are worth billions of dollars. Right. They take a risk, too. So silly. But I would, yes. think, I would think getting in a submarine, I would feel more safe than jumping into the water and grabbing a shark. 
I don't think either is very tail, good. Jerry. I don't think either is very Neither good. Neither one is very good. Neither one's very good. And then Tyreek Hill, as you mentioned, is under investigation for allegedly striking a marina employee on the back of the head. So it sounds yeah, like he just gave a head a, slap. Yeah, Boomer does that. I'll bring All him up time, on charges. You, you could. Bring his ass right up yes, on charges you, now that he's not here. Yes, you could. He does that. You he could does sue that. Shut up, spank, and he <laughs> smacks you in the back of the head. <laughs> Why don't you wait till he gives his retirement notice and sue him? <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I. so you first see, you know, assault and battery. You're right. Like, oh, what did he do? Yeah. And then you start reading it. It's like, huh? Yeah, what even happened? Cause they but s- they're not even pressing charges. Right. Which tells me it's so. Then who complained? Right, the guy who got smacked upside the head doesn't want to press charges. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think somebody else called when they saw the smack maybe, upside the head? Maybe. Maybe I only I pulled uh, a partial Al Dukes. Yeah. I read the first four paragraphs, and then I was out because it was silly. Right, but four paragraphs in, you still didn't know. What I was did going not. On. No. Same. Same no, here. There was no backstory at that point. No backstory. Mm-mm. And that could just be guy Jerry. I'm a guy's guy. There's guys doing guy guys things. Guys doing guy things. You know, when guys do guy things, they slap each other in the back of the head. We uh, we what put else do each we do? other. We put each other in headlocks. Oh yeah, noogies. When was the last time you gave a guy a, a headlock or a, a noogie, or or were you the recipient of that headlock or noogie? Jerry, I haven't put someone in a headlock in years. Right, exactly. Probably the last person I had in the headlock was my sister. <laughs> and that was just this past Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh yeah, she wouldn't give me the leg. <laughs> I used to try all the wrestling moves out of my sister. When Albert I was and Chrissy, stop it. <laughs> that poor mom. <laughs> I would ask her sometimes, can I put you in a figure four leg lock? I want to see how okay, this works. Okay, that's weird. Yeah. That's well, my strange. sister has been in a figure four leg lock. By you. By me. Okay. Correct. Was this in like adult years? No, 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 no. Oh, we okay. were children. So just the weird thing at Thanksgiving is the most recent thing that's happened? <laughs> yeah, when I had to put her in a put her in a strong headlock, Jerry. Teach her who's the boss in was this family. Was that weird for you not growing up with a brother? I would just, uh, yeah, no, you never I never really thought think of, much it. of it. I never thought about it because I had neighborhood friends, and so then I, good. then I had my sisters, and my older sister d- didn't want to be bothered with my shenanigans, and my younger sister was, so I would wrestle her, okay, put her in headlocks and figure four leg locks. So she was basically your younger brother slash sister. Yes, she did that. Was she a sporty type too? Uh, she played high school basketball. Okay. I remember, yeah. But that was it. So she could beat you on the basketball court. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Jerry. She had a nice outside shot. <clears throat> uh, in other interesting news, Jerry, you know Shannon Sharp. He There's just, not much of it. <laughs> there is, Jerry. I've got a whole show sheet here. This called... Shannon Sharp thing is not interesting. What? It's not. I mean, good for him. Buzzkill. No one's going to watch it. <laughs> you mean, hear that, Shannon? No one watched FS1 when he was doing That's it. That's true. It was, you know, the clips, all right, fine, I guess, but I don't think anybody watched that show. So he and Skip Bayless had a tearful, emotional goodbye a couple weeks ago, Jerry. It seems like only two weeks ago. When you lay your head down on that pillow, yeah. you know I gave you everything I had. I gave you my all. Now, Shannon Sharp did come out and say he was going to be with a new show, a new morning show. I thought he was going to be teamed with Craig Carton over at FS1. Is that possible? No. It looks like he's going to FanDuel. Yeah, right. For the the McAfee thing. Now, do you think? Now, he knows what McAfee got paid. Yeah. If you're Shannon Sharp, do you go in there and say, give me McAfee money? You could, and then you say the door's over there. <laughs> let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me, let me ask you this, Jerry. <laughs> new word in the English language. Webby. <laughs> How close will his money be to Pat McAfee? It shouldn't cash? be. It should. Why? Mac- he's a he's a proven guy. I don't Jerry. think McAfee got that money until he built an audience. Oh, I see. Like well, you, now you're going to get technical. And build well, an yeah, I'm going to get technical because I don't understand why McAfee got the money he yeah. got. So you know who else is over there? Michelle Beadle. I didn't know that. Right. 
You go there. You. What is she oh. making? $11 million a year? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jerry. <laughs> Would you be stunned? No. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Who knows? Jerry, we need fan dual money. <laughs> I have no comment. <laughs> Tell them this, Jerry. You and I will go there for... For the price of one Shannon Sharp. <laughs> we don't we'll, know what the price of one whatever. Shannon Sharp is. We'll split it. All right. Well, you got contacts. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> I'll just ask the uh, sale. You do know we're on right now. <laughs> but we're not on TV. Yet, oh, okay. <laughs> no, they're recording. <laughs> you don't know that. I do. Uh, unfortunately, Jerry, Zion Williamson's porn star... Uh, I heard this as breaking news yesterday. <laughs> She's been kicked off Twitter. <laughs> yes, I know. I thought I know. Elon Musk was going to make Twitter uh, censor-free. Uh, I, I suppose when you start threatening people yeah. and their fiancés yes. and you uh-huh. and organizations you work for. What? <laughs> I don't know. Jerry, man. that's the exact kind of speech we need she, to protect. And she never posted anything, correct? Like video-wise. No. So that never came out. Was she planning on posting that well, on Twitter? Well, she kept threatening uh, she had a sex tape. Right. Like, I guess she'd make money on that then. I don't know. Maybe I she think she try was just sell it. I think she was just trying to embarrass him. Well, she's done a good job of that. <laughs> Holy crap. I don't know if words got back to him yet, Jerry, but she's been doing it on this Twitter. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's got to be, like, if you're Zion Williamson, let's say you, you weren't with her. Okay. Could you imagine waking up to this every day? Right. Then you got to explain this to your... Has he got a girlfriend or a wife? Yeah, she's having his baby soon. But girlfriend, I believe. Uh, fiance, I think. Oh, fiance. I think so. They're having a baby girl. They just had... All of this happened hours after the gender reveal. Oh, oh, so the big gender reveal happened. So he enjoyed that for about two hours. <laughs> the porn star's upset. Yeah. She starts... Doo, 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 Correct. Doo, doo. I Correct. love how she ats the uh, Pelicans. And the NBA. <laughs> I mean, my God. Poor 19-year-old kid running the Pelicans <laughs> said. Twitter feed. I said that yesterday. Imagine you get your social media manager. Like, what is this? Right. That guy's constantly going into the office going, oh, yeah, that girl is, again, tweeting at us. Imagine How do I? be in the NBA commissioner. How do I respond to this? Every morning there's something on yeah. your desk. Like, what now? Now it's a porn star? Right. Adam Silver's like, what's on the agenda for today? Well, <laughs> there's a porn star. Have you star. seen what Zion did? Yeah. <laughs> There's a porn star, but good news, she's been kicked off Twitter. Oh, my gosh. But yeah. had not kicked off anything else, I'm sure, though. Uh, yeah, I just saw the Twitter thing. But she's, I think that's where she was doing most of her. You're not uh, following her on Instagram? Uh, no, no, no. TikTok? No. Snapchat? I don't have any of those. Okay. I just have the Instagram okay. and Twitter, and uh, I don't follow her on any. But I was interested to see, anytime anyone's there in their dirty laundry, I'm interested. I know you are. So I went right to that feed to see what was going on. How'd that go for you? Well, yesterday she was banned. Oh, I thought you meant you went to Instagram to find her, too. No, no, okay. no. I got gotcha. you. No, 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 Jerry. Fair enough. You will. I think you have to go to a break. I give it Otherwise, time. Otherwise, going to yell at All me. right, quick break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up. We'll get All you right. Boomer and Geo live from Cromwell, Connecticut. Right now on Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence. Amy Lawrence. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, we got about a minute or so left. The boys are standing by, ready to do a live program from TPC River Highlands, the home of the Travelers Championship. What else you got, Al? I saw that uh, LeBron James, Jerry, and Draymond Green are vacationing together in France. Good for them. Do you ever see you and I going to France together? No. What would we do there? Like, what are we doing I'm not doing interested there? in France. Right, me neither. Really not interested. Why are these guys interested in France? Because they have the money to do it. They're probably off the coast somewhere on a yacht. No, they were they what were. Was he going to museums together? Yes. You, you wouldn't no. go to Normandy? 
Normandy? Yeah. You Is would that go in there? France? I, yes. I would do that. I don't know that I Definitely. would go on vacation Dope. and do that. Yeah, menage a trois. And a menage a trois yeah. at the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the Gay Paris. Who's a dope? Gay Paris, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> France, by the way, I'm still boycotting France from uh, around 1986 when we wanted to go I bomb Lib- Libya. I, I, Those they jerks. wouldn't give us our airspace. Right. Their airspace they wouldn't I let understand. us fly over to go bomb Libya. Good. Jerks. <laughs> I'll call the tourism board of yeah. France. Let them know Al Dukes is not interested. I bet you no one's still holding that grudge. I'm the last one. Me and the veterans. The only one. No, me and the veterans. (laughs) Whatever. And all those people that were in the military in 1986, they remember. Fogwar. Fogwar. Yeah. Oh, yeah, France. France is a place I'll probably never see in my life. (laughs) I was thinking that, too. Never going. Nowhere I'm going. Germany. Uh, No shot. Probably not. WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.